Hello, everyone, and welcome again to an episode of Cinema Rogues. I'm your host, Andrew, and with me, as always, is my co-host and most of the time other host, regular style, Guy. Hello. What an intro. I don't know why we we can't have non-awkward intros ever. <laughs> it's... It's a Retro Warriors special. It's a staple. It it's is. a staple of the show. Um, right. We're, we're, we're 13 episodes in. That's, what, almost half a year? Or about half a year at this point? Is it? Has it been? I don't know. We do them every couple of weeks. So, yeah. There was like a couple of weeks where we did. We're like slammed like three into a month. That's true. I think we... Oh, I don't know. We went real gung-ho. Um, and now now we've kind of like cool down and have an actual kind of schedule which is good a rhythm you might say keeps us regular because we know when it's mm. gonna happen um if you <laughs> if you like if you want to listen to more me or you like me or you just want to support me or uh you just like board games i have a show called board game barbarians that you can listen to it is also a podcast and you can find it on itunes and now you can find it on spotify as well and Nice. You can also find it on Podbean, the actual website, and a couple other podcast aggregators. Um, if you like Guy, you can go check out Sightail Studios on YouTube. He does and uh, Twitch. He does uh playthroughs and I forgot the word for I was like walkalongs and I'm like that's not walkalongs. That's not the c- correct word, Andrew. Um, my name's John Locke and I want to go on a walk. Let's go on a walkabout. <laughs> Oh no! The, <laughs> oh no! The plane. All right. Um. Yeah, you can you can watch watch guide go on walkabouts on YouTube and Twitch, uh, in video games, not in real life. Now I'm gonna have to make a walkabout video. Somehow. Now I'm trying to. I said I couldn't remember the word, and you just like stared at me like like Justin does every time I forget a word when we're doing talking wizards, and he's like, sound it out. Let's play. There, there we throughs. go. What? Let's play. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. And then if you somehow found this show without listening to Retro Warriors, uh, go listen to Retro Warriors because they made this show possible for viewers like you. Yeah, one of these years we'll get our own separate Cinema Rogues feed, Sound- and that'll be more app. Sounders like you? Maybe not Sounders. That's a bad. <laughs> Listeners. Sounders like you. Uh- <laughs> We're the Seattle Sounders. <laughs> Is that an actual sports team? Uh, not, maybe. It's the, you know what? It might be their soccer team, actually. Weird. All right. Well, well Guy, how's, how's your uh, two weeks, last two weeks been? Uh, it's been good. been watching a lot of playoff hockey. Uh, the, the Stars are in the playoffs, and they're into the second round. And since it, there's a game every other day, and it's a best of seven series, each round lasts around two weeks. Oh, all right. Are most so, sports yeah. the best of seven? Uh, hockey is and basketball is. Uh, football playoffs are single elimination. What about baseball? Isn't that seven? Uh, best of seven. I think the f- the wild card round, like the first round, is best of three. And then everything after that is best of seven. Hmm. Most sports except for football. Basically, yeah. Great. Um, and then watching hockey, my kids have been into watching hockey with us. And so uh, the family movie this week was The Mighty Ducks. Nice. All three movies or just the first one? Just the first one. Just the first one. No D3? 
No D3, not yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there eventually, I'm sure. No D3 where they're like, hi, we're still high school kids, but we're obviously in our 20s. Like, No, nah, dude, D3 was in college. No, they were in high school. No. Yeah, they were like at a at a prestigious like high school private school. Are you sure? I thought they were in college. You think you think that cuz they're in their 20s. Oh no, is that <laughs> is that real? Hold uh, on, I think like on. a couple of them were still like 19, there were a couple like 20-year-olds. We my wife and a friend of ours uh, watched it like 6 or 7 months ago before all the covid stuff happened. We mm-hmm. just had a day of watching all of the Mighty Ducks movies. So it was on HBO. Mm-hmm. And uh, like the third movie wrapped around like first movie, they're like real young kids. Second movie, like you can tell that, you know, a couple years have gone by. And then the third movie, it's like, oh, man, these kids got they're not kids anymore. <laughs> Why are they in high school? Oh, yeah, it is a prep school. Wow. OK, <laughs> yeah. How about that? Um, um, But yeah, so we we watched that one and that that was good fun. Uh, my 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 son opted out after about ten minutes. He's like, "No, this is boring. I'm gonna go play Mario." <laughs> uh, I just hope my daughter sat and watched it. Yeah, I hope your daughter like asks you. The third movie pops up and she's like, "Dad, why are all these kids like super old?" <laughs> <laughs> like it's it'd be like if they made like a Mighty Ducks four now, mm-hmm. and all of the people that are still around, you know, in their forties and thirties are like. The freshman in college. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're going to get it. Especially since Goldberg, Bob. Goldberg, like looking, Ooh, yeah. looking real rough now. Looking super rough. Yeah. Poor guy. Um, um, other than that, uh, we started watching Star Trek Lower Decks on CBS All Access. That's, that's the really cartoon good. one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's pretty funny. I've enjoyed every episode so far. Like the the cold open to the first episode is one of the funniest things I've seen in recent memory, and I just watched an American Pickle. <laughs> okay. Right. Oh, wow. Just taking a dig at the movie that we're about to review. You damn straight. All at um, the beginning. So if you have CBS All Access, I would definitely recommend checking out uh, Lower Decks. It's pretty good. Uh, and then other than that, I've watched uh, the first episode of Lovecraft Country and need to watch the second one. That show so far. I don't want to spoil it for anyone because it's a brand new show that just came out last week. Right. Um, but man, is it, a, is it a good show? It really is. I mean, uh, I suppose without being spoilery, it really does tackle the state of racism in the was it 60s 50s 50s yeah it's in the in the 50s um like the premise of the of the of the show uh or at least sort of the main how they why they go from one place to another um is they are taking trips from chicago out east to find places that are safe for black people to stop at when they are traveling uh, across across the country, and so they're building a guide. I mean, that's uh, like sea story, but yeah. Well, I mean, it's sea story, but it's it's the 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 reason anybody's you know going anywhere, right? I mean, there's an A story that's taking them out there, and then they're using the sea story to travel that way, basically. Right, right. Um, I will say, like, just two episodes in. And I can already tell a common theme of like, which is a problem that I had with uh, The Walking Dead, which was it's like 40 minutes of exposition 
and then a bunch of crazy shit happens in the last 10 minutes of the show. Oh, really? So that's what... I mean, that happened in the first yeah. episode. I, I, Same, it happens in the second episode, too. Like, a bunch yeah. of exposition, crazy shit happens. So, like... Dude, I was kind of worried, because, uh, like, at the, the very beginning of the first episode, like, the cold open of it is really CGI heavy. Right. And it doesn't look amazing. Like, it doesn't look bad, but it's it's more... I mean, I, f- I felt like the, the beginning, the opening sequence CGI for the show, I felt was purposely kind of pulp, pulp, pulp comic-y on purpose yeah, for the time yeah. period. Because it, it's a dream. Like, sorry to ruin the first five minutes of the show where the guy's <laughs> having a dream. Um, right. But, yeah, like, it's just, it's stylized because of the time period and because they kind of want it to be somewhat cartoony. I mean, it still looks like there's, I don't know, like some of it looks real. Some of it looks cartoony, but definitely like the CGI that's in the show after that is more realistic and in less cartoony. Yeah. 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 I, I was really pleased to see that towards the, uh, the end of the episode. Dude, the end of that first episode was fantastic. Like it, it, uh, it started one way and started going down a one direction of, you know, suspenseful, et cetera. And then just, completely took a left turn. Yep. It was fantastic. I'm probably going to rewatch the second episode just cause I was like making dinner during it. And like, we had to take a couple breaks for like the dogs and stuff. So I may rewatch it again. Unbroken. Um, cause I think that ruined some stuff. Well, okay. Um, but yeah, for me this, this week, uh, I love calf country, just like you said. And then I've been watching, uh, the last dance, which is the Michael Jordan, Chicago bulls, documentary that's on uh netflix right now oh yeah, yeah i've heard good things about it oh well I, I guess i'll say i heard that people were really hungry for sports things and it made people feel normal watching it when it came out yeah i mean i i'm not a huge sports guy mm-hmm. but i also like it, it's a really good documentary and it's a really good show i mean i was a i was a child in the 90s that was trying to figure out what i liked and also liked sports at the time Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I liked Michael Jordan and, you know, Joe, Man- Joe Montana and uh, Barry Bonds and all that. So, like, anything that's kind of related to that, I'm interested in watching. Um, oh, yeah. When you, were, when you were a child in the 90s, you yeah. were out in California, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? Barry Bonds? Joe Montana? Who are you? <laughs> you, mean, you mean Troy Aikman and Michael Young? Nope, Hello. Nope. It was all, uh, you know, Oakland Athletics and the San Francisco Gross. San Francisco Giants and Blah. the Forty Niners. The, I mean, that's where I grew up. I still the, those the favorite football team is Green Bay Packers, and um, favorite baseball team is still Giants. That's cool, man. Basketball, I've never really cared too much about. I just got like, I got, I think I got like a a mild Michael Jordan fever from, you know, all of my friends that were into basketball that liked it. But otherwise, I didn't really care. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Back in the 90s, you know, when when Michael Jordan was playing basketball, it's hard not to be a Michael Jordan slash Bulls fan, right? Right. Because he was just, as the documentary puts out, he was just literally the best that has existed probably still 
yeah. single player. Anyway, not that's not what the show's about this week. But uh, why don't you why don't you tell me a little bit about some of these news? Some of these news you do. Oh man, we have so much news. I say we have so much news, but whatever. Um, so last last time we talked about the fact that Disney uh, was limiting uh, some of their physical releases, or they don't have they didn't have plans for physical releases uh, for four K discs going forward, um, and, and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but they came out and uh, they formally denied those reports. They said in, in a statement, there are no plans to discontinue releases in any particular format. We evaluate each release on a case-by-case basis and pursue the best strategy to bring our content into consumer homes across platforms that meet a variety of demands. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I you know, I don't particularly trust Disney to be very forthcoming with their with their plans, per se. Right, and uh, I, they, don't, I don't either. Yeah, they did get you know like a little bit of backlash for for not having plans for 4K releases, and that's probably more where that statement came from more than anything else. And I'm assuming if they get enough backlash, then they're gonna turn turn around and be like, "Well, I guess we'll go ahead and you know we have enough people that say they're gonna purchase it." Right. I think Dis- that- Disney is going to bow down to the almighty dollar, and if they think they can make a bunch of money, then they'll do it. Right. But I think they're. I think they're trying. I don't know. I feel like they're they're trying to like dip their toe into all digital releases, so that way they're like, yeah, we don't have to spend money on any sort of production, even though it costs like probably ten cents to make it or whatever. Yeah, that's ten cents. It kind of sucks that this is where we're we're at with Disney. I mean, even I guess like five six years ago. You know when they were when they bought Star Wars. You know when they when they started buying uh, started in on the process of buying Marvel. Um, you know we we all kind of knew this is where it was going to end up, right? right? They were going to be so huge. Um, but at the time, a few years ago, you know it was really exciting because Disney w- was taking care of these properties that had been neglected, right? Um, but but now that they're cornering markets, they're they're starting to you know do the bully thing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they've kind of been doing that for a while, but they're just trying to do it better now. <laughs> and by better, I mean like you know, be a better bully or whatever. <laughs> um, I've got two two news that I uh, snuck in here. The Boys season two is coming to Amazon Prime next month. Very ex- I still need to watch season one. Very excited for that season. One was great. Um, and then Ray- that's the one with like the asshole superheroes, right? So it's like yeah, so it's. Um, Carl, Carl Urban, right? Bones? Yeah. yeah, Bones. Yeah, yeah. I always like, every time I want to say Carl Urban, I accidentally say Keith Urban. My wife's always like, no. <laughs> 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 um, so I, like, yeah. So Carl Urban, Bones, Dread. Aren't they, aren't they both Australian? I do not know enough about Keith Urban to, to talk about him in any the only thing I know about Keith Urban is that he was married to uh, Tom Cruise's ex-wife. What's her name? Nicole Kidman. Which one? I'm sorry to to relate her to which ex-wife? You know, to to men specifically, <laughs> but he he's married to Nicole Kidman. And I for whatever reason was thinking that they were both Australian. I know she is. I don't know about him. Um. Anyway, that comes New out. New Zealand. He's from New Zealand. Carl Urban's from New Zealand, not Australia, right? No, Keith Urban is from New Zealand. Oh. Carl Urban is from New Zealand. Well, maybe they both are. Hold on. <laughs> I know that Carl Urban Carl is from New Zealand. 
Yeah, Keith Urban is a New Zealand-born Australian singer. Oh, my God. So they're both from New Zealand. That's weird. All right. <laughs> um, no wonder you get them confused. You didn't even know <laughs> I that. I didn't even know. Yeah, crazy. But, yeah, Boys Season 2, very excited <laughs> for that. Yeah, it's uh, Carl Urban and a bunch of other guys that are just regular people um, trying to, as, the, as they put it, spank the superheroes to try to keep them in line because they're all just egomaniac assholes. That's probably what would happen in real life. If we had superheroes, um, they're just out for money and fame and care about normal people. Um, and then Raised by Wolves, the Ridley Scott show movie. They haven't really told us if it's a show or a movie. Uh, it's coming to HBO Max as an exclusive um, next month as well. I think September 3rd. So, uh, what's it about? Is there a synopsis? Uh, they finally released, I think like three days ago, they released a second trailer. Um, and from what it looks like, it's two androids that were sent to earth, um, that were able to basically like impregnate themselves with human babies. That way they could birth the human babies, um, were sent to a different planet from earth, um, to raise these children as atheists because religion destroyed earth. And then these religious zealots leave earth to go to that planet to try to get the human babies back. Um, because they're human and they don't deserve to be with androids. And then the androids start fighting back or whatever. That sounds complicated and neat. Yep. I mean, that's what I got from the trailer. So, uh, Other than that, the rest of our news is all DC, uh, all DC based. Uh, this weekend was DC Fandome, uh, which is their sort of DC convention, I suppose. It's all online. This is the first year they're doing it. I think originally they had planned to do like an in-person sort of thing, but then COVID... Uh, so they had a bunch of online panels and stuff. I tuned into a little bit of like the Flash stuff because I don't know if you've listened to the show before. You hate but Flash. I'm kind of into the fucking you hate him. DC shows. Yeah, I hate the Flash. He's he's my he's the worst he's superhero. The worst. He's always like, look at me, I gotta go fast. Yeah. What do you do? Run fast, fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't catch any of it. I just caught the. Uh, DC games coming out, the trailers for those. And then I caught, you know, the major uh, movies that were shown, but go ahead. Yeah. I I had the DC games in the news, but I took those out cause we're not a game show. And I figured hey, we maybe... can still say how cool they look. Uh, yeah. I mean the, uh, Arkham Knights. I didn't watch the trailer. I've just seen the screenshot it's of like Gotham the four suits. Knights, okay. Oh yeah. Gotham Knights. Excuse me. Uh, that looked pretty, the, the idea of, uh, a game with, Nightwing, Robin, Batman, or Batwoman, and Batgirl without Batman at all seems kind of cool. Well, it's Nightwing, Robin, Red Hood, and Batgirl. Oh, is it Red Hood? Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it looks really cool and has uh, drop in and out co op. It looks like online co op. So you drop in and out of your friends' games and Ooh. do do stuff. Maybe we could do that on a Wednesday. Just convince everybody to get it. I don't know if you can play four player. I think. They just said co-op, and, and the trailer they had only had two people playing. So I think we'll have to wait for more details when it comes out in a year, and if we all have the same console. Oh, okay. And the other one was uh, what? I know it was... Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, which is in the Arkham universe, right? It's a Rocksteady game. 
uh, made by Rocksteady. They didn't confirm if it was in the Arkham universe. Oh, I, I had written that in the notes at one point that they confirmed that it was in the Arkham universe. Did they? Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. I honestly didn't look into it. I just saw the trailer and I was like, that looks cool. Hopefully they get their sexual allegation stuff worked out so I can feel less bad about playing their game. Hey, speaking of sexual allegations, let's talk about the Flash movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, um, we'll get to that in a sec. But uh, I suppose the bigger news is that the DC Universe stuff, uh, if you're paying for DC Universe, please stop. Because uh, all of their shows and stuff are going to migrate over to uh, HBO Max in the very near future. Yeah, uh, we kind of we kind of thought that was going to happen uh, last show. We talked about it a little bit with all the layoffs that were that were happening. Well, also all the shows that migrated over yeah. already. So, um, yeah. and DC Universe is likely to be shut down soon because of all the the massive layoffs that they had a couple uh, about a week ago, I guess it was. And because it was a terrible service. Yeah. I, you know what, I, in March, paid for a year of it because it was cheap just to do a year. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, well, damn it. Justin accidentally paid for a year, which I think ends like this month or next month. Um, And he was like, hey, do you want to like just have the logins so you can read comics and stuff? And I was <laughs> like, yeah. And he was like, they don't have all the comics for some reason, even though they own all the rights to their own fucking comics. I don't know why they don't have all of their comics on their service, but whatever. Dumb. <laughs> Yeah. In DC, do something better. Get your um, stuff together. But anyway, at, at Fandom, uh, they confirmed both Ben uh, Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton are going to be in the Flash movie uh, as Bruce Wayne slash Batman. The uh, concept art for the new Flash suit was, uh, was released, um, and apparently this Flash suit is designed by Batfleck, I believe, in, in the movie. And the concept art also showed um, Keaton's Batman in the background, which was kind of neat. I was really hoping it was designed by Ben Affleck. <laughs> but, he, but he doesn't know how to design costumes, so it's just really, like, crudely drawn, like, stick figure with red marker. Well, I mean, to be fair, the original Flash suit that, that uh, Barry designed or whatever, is it looks like it's patched together with some, like, wires and shit, right? Well, right, yeah. I'm just saying, it'd be funny <laughs> to see his terrible stick figure drawing. Uh, we got our first look at, uh, of The Rock as Black Adam. That was kind of neat. Nice. And I then, think it's not a picture. Was there an actual video or was it just a picture? It was just a picture. The concept. Yeah. And then they released several trailers, and uh, I haven't watched any of them. I don't know. I stopped watching trailers probably about a decade ago. Um, Why? Because... I don't know, man. That's a weird thing to not watch for a movie podcast that you do. I guess. I just, I don't, <laughs> I would rather not know something than watch uh, a trailer that is overly spoilery, I guess. You just don't want any hype whatsoever. Yeah. I don't want to get myself excited about a movie and then be disappointed. I really <laughs> enjoy going going into stuff blind. I've been crushed before. I, I can't do it again. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, I didn't see the Zack Snyder Justice League trailer. I've seen the other ones. Uh, the Batman looks really, really good, and I've not been uh, this excited for a Batman movie from a trailer since probably Batman Begins. All right. Um, or since, yeah, I would say since Batman Begins. So this is a very exciting, looks really good, sounds good. Um, oh, I didn't yeah, put I this no- in the notes, um, but they did confirm that the Batman takes place during year two, 
and the Gotham GCPD show or whatever it's called is takes place in year one. And it is being told from the perspective of a corrupt officer in the GCPD. Is that coming to HBO Max? Yes. Or is that on HBO Max? And it is uh, being written and directed. I don't know about directed by because it's a series, but uh, definitely being developed and written by uh, the the dude who's doing the Batman movie. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard that he was doing the show. Anyway, I have no reservations about uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman. It looks like he's going to be great. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, you know, we talked about it before, but I, I like Robert Pattinson. I think he's pretty great in it, everything he's in. Yep. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 looks like oh, looks good. <laughs> looks like a Wonder Woman know. movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was a weird having uh, Kristen Wiig as Cheetos kind of weird. Mm-hmm. A, a weird casting choice. Um. But otherwise, it looks like it's going to be a fun movie, and they may have DC'd the ending again because they showed like part of I, I assume the last fight at the end. See, they're not still <laughs> ruining anything. Um, suicide roll call was weird just because of how many actual members of the Suicide Squad are in that movie. Yeah, it was like fifteen or whatever, or twelve or something like that. Goodness. So if anybody can pull it off, I, I have faith in James Gunn to do that. Yeah, James Gunn's pretty good at uh, ensemble superheroes, I guess. Yeah. Um, and that does it for news. So, uh, well, cool. What Let's now? Go. Uh, we'll get right into it. Um, we are talking this month or this week, this bi week, about American Pickle, the Seth Rogen HBO Max uh, movie that just came out very, very recently. Um, so it released August 6th, 2020 on HBO Max. Uh, it's directed by Brandon Trost, screenplay by Simon Rich, and the leads are Seth Rogen, basically just kind of by himself making this movie. Uh, critical response, you got Rotten Tomatoes at 74% and Metacritic at 58%. Um, in for a synopsis of the film, if you haven't really seen anything about it or any trailers or watched anything on HBO Max, um, you've got... Seth Rogen playing Herschel, who is a uh, Orthodox Jewish factory worker who is preserved in pickle brine for a hundred years, wakes up in New York City now and tracks down his great grandson, Ben Greenbaum, also played by Seth Rogen. And uh, kind of like hilarity family uh, stuff ensues, and they kind of start, you know, getting, getting. Not to get too into the movie, but they kind of start fighting each other a little bit, and hilarity ensues. Um, but yeah, guy, what did you uh, what did you think of the movie? Spoiler free version of it, of course. Um, I would say overall, it it was okay. Um, it's not the funniest movie I've ever seen. It's no Tropic Thunder. Yeah, is that the funny? Is that the bar? Tropic Thunder is the funniest Tropic movie Thunder is seen. my bar because I don't know. I just lost my shit when that dude exploded at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. it, the movie hasn't aged particularly well, uh, it, the Tropic Thunder, but at the same yeah. time, it's uh, it was really funny when it came out. Um, but I'd say it, you know, it's okay. Uh, there there were some hilarious bits and parts where it was genuinely laugh out loud funny, um, but for the most part, it was just kind of yeah, I, I guess. Uh, neither of the characters were particularly likable, but Seth Rogen was amazing. Um, you know, he, he was very, 
they were two very distinct characters. And, and so I think he gets a lot of credit for that. I, um, yeah, I, I would say I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I wasn't really, there wasn't really too many moments. I think there's maybe like one or two moments where I was actually kind of bored. Um, otherwise I thought it was a pretty like funny, heartfelt story. Seth Rogen really was surprised at, cause he's not really known to be a good actor. Like he's kind of known to be Seth Rogen and that's basically what he does. Right. Um, and so I thought he did a really good job of playing two different characters and not playing Seth Rogen specifically. Um, so there's no like, haha, weed smoking laughs a lot. Like <laughs> Seth Rogen that we're used to. Right. Um, I mean, even his, his modern day character was still pretty, uh, normal, I guess. Right. I would say it's his, his modern day character was very not Seth Rogen. Yeah. So he was still acting differently. Um, but yeah, if you, if you, I would say if you have HBO or HBO max or have access to the movie, watch it. Otherwise I, I wouldn't say that getting the subscription specifically for this movie is a good idea, but if you already have it, it's worth the hour and a half. It's not a very long movie. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Uh, completely. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, well, we'll get into the spoiler zone. We need to come up with like a woo woo, which we always talked about and then never did. I'll see I what I can good. find. I think Pablo got too overwhelmed to. <laughs> oh, he did it once, right? Like the first episode he did it and then it was. Oh yeah. It was it like, like the entire it like episode. Air... <laughs> he he didn't cut it off. So it was just like air horns for the <laughs> rest of the like 40 minutes of the show. <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to do that. That was very irritating. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, but guy, why don't you uh why don't you take us take us away on the spoiler the spoiler section? Um okay, well, I mean, the movie starts out in in uh whatever country they're in. I forget. Um uh-huh, man. But it's a I don't think it's a real country. Yeah, it may not be a real country. Uh but it's it basically a uh an Eastern European country that was being um Attacked by the Cossacks. Attacked by the Cossacks. Um, you know, back in the, I suppose it was 19, 18, 19-teens, uh, when the Cossacks were taking over um, Imperial Russia and really just, you know, going to town on, on the Jewish population. Um, that is what they were facing. That is what he was facing uh, in the beginning of the movie. Um, and it kind of starts out where he is, he's, a, he's a ditch digger. Um, and he sees this girl that, that he, uh, fancies, I guess is the right word here. And, um, decides that he's going to dig ditches twice as long, twice as far, twice as hard, uh, to earn enough money to buy a fish that she wanted to buy at the market. That's how he's going to introduce himself to her. And that was the very first part that just, I couldn't stop laughing because he buys this fish and he's like, here, you want fish? And he hands it to her and she looks at it or like just a second and then just takes a giant fucking bite out of the head of the fish. <laughs> and, then, and then Seth Rogen's character, uh, Herschel, is, is looking is looking at her like, uh, okay. And the, the, <laughs> the, the fish guy's looking at her like, uh, okay. It's Schlepsk is the, the, the old country that they're from. There you go, Schlepsk. Definitely not a real country. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and then they, uh, basically they fall in love. Uh, they get, they get married and on their wedding day, the Cossacks come to their town and just demolish their entire village. And so they go to New York, uh, to live the American dream. There is a town in Poland named Slupsk. Oh. So it might be loosely based on that. Maybe. Sorry, Uh, go ahead. No. um, So they they get to America, and, uh, well, before they go to America, they're talking about their dreams, right, and and what they they want to accomplish. Yeah. And and Sarah's idea of being Sarah the the girl that he's into uh, her idea of being rich is to be able to afford her own gravestone, and his idea of being rich was being able to afford seltzer water. Yeah, it was their dreams. Like, what was what's your your if you had an any an, any amount of money, what was your dream? Right. Yeah. What like your bucket list wealth, I suppose. Yeah. Um. And he's, I just want to feel the bubbles on my tongue. <laughs> yep. So good. And then they get to New York and they're like scrimping and saving or whatever. And they're walking by a dude with like a seltzer water bottle. And there's a lady, uh, you know, like fancily dressed, like just, you know, sipping the seltzer water. And she has to like pull him away because he's all sad. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, uh, but but he gets a job at a pickle factory um, and gets hired as a rat smasher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He can't. He can't help with the pickles at all. But he can smash the. What was it? Ten cents for, uh, or is, no one nickel for every ten rats? Yeah, it was a nickel for every ten rats. Um, yep. But uh, but yeah. So you know, and and during and building their life, and 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 again, I I went into uh, this movie completely blind. Had no idea what it was about, other than Seth Rogen was in it. Um, and so I thought they were setting it up for some. You know, it, he was. You just had no be, idea. Yeah, no, I thought it was just it was going to be a story about Herschel. You don't you don't watch trailers. Right. So I was thinking, oh, this is going to be a story about, you know, an, an, an immigrant story to America or whatever for a minute. Um, and so I was like really into it, you know, and they, they've got these dreams of, you know, he, he's this sweet moment where he's promised, they find out that she's pregnant and he's promising her that, you know, in a hundred years, our ancestors will be, you know, strong, the strongest, uh, you know, Jewish people in New York City or whatever. Yeah. Um, and and that's the promise that he made to Sarah. And then he goes to work the next day and falls in the pickle bride. He doesn't just fall in. He's trying to smash some rats and the rats revolt and surround him <laughs> and basically push him into the pickle brine. Yeah. yeah. And then they immediately cover it up and condemn the building. <laughs> the- I have a question, so sure. I, I want to get I'm going to get this opinion from you from every movie. Okay. Um, is is every movie is there an M Night Shyamalan twist that you're not aware of because you haven't watched the trailer that is just like awestruck when it happens? Um, I mean, a lot of movies, yeah. Like uh, you just you went into this and you're like, oh, it's just a movie about Herschel's life, and then all of a sudden he's like in the future because he got pickled. Yeah, and you're like, oh man, <laughs> he is dead. He was dead the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He was dead the whole time. Six six cents style. Uh, I was thinking more like the village, but okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I I mean that's part of the fun of not watching trailers. People say, hey, you should watch this movie. It's good. I'm like, okay. You know, I knew what to expect. Yeah. Um, I guess I I like getting hyped for it. But there is um, but. Once he once he gets uh, awoken, um, I did enjoy 
Uh, so here's the thing that 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 bothered me about the movie, um, and why I see it's kind of meh is that the it was really unrealistic, and I know that's that's dumb to say mm-hmm. in a movie about a dude who gets pickle brined, but. Right. The way that they handled the pickle brine thing was they were like, you know, they had that scene where the scientist was like, oh, no, it's totally possible. And they're like, explain it to me. And then they just cut to Herschel like with a voiceover. Yeah. So there's for anyone that hasn't watched or I guess people probably have watched, hopefully, if you're listening to this or you don't care. But just, yeah, the part where he's like, uh, well, how does that make sense? Well, let me explain it. The scientist gave a good explanation. Everyone was satisfied. Logic was sound. Everyone was satisfied. Yeah. And And then everybody in the crowd's like, yeah, that makes sense. Right. And that, that I didn't have a problem with, you know, that was clearly glossing over the science for the sake of the movie in in a funny way. You know, it's kind of a takedown of, you know, the sort of explanations that they have in, in, you know, well, they entered a wormhole at the G seven, nine, and they came out on the other side of the wormhole at four, nine, seven, two. Right. And then they got in the future. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Right. And so it was a clever takedown on that where they just explicitly didn't explain it. And it was fine. But then later you had just some dumb stuff that makes zero sense that there not only did they not, uh, they didn't acknowledge it in in that same way. um, They just didn't talk about it at all. And so. Like what? um, Like in the courtroom. When he when he's getting railroaded into to being deported, mm-hmm. he's talking with an American accent. You could do a DNA test. You could do a saliva test. There are so many ways you could prove that he is not Herschel. But that's the same like the fact that that their whole case was like, look, I've got a beard on and now. I'm a different person too, huh? Like that's. I feel like it's the same level of comedy excuse away for the sake of the story as the science bit. Yeah. But the science bit was like explicitly, no, we're not going to explain this to you. It, you know, it's just go with it where this was, Oh, here's our logical reasoning. And it's just like, (laughs) nobody in their fucking right mind would take that as a real argument. Oh, so because they had a dumb argument instead of no argument, that's what was upsetting. Okay. Yeah. Like if they didn't have the court scene, they were just like, arrested and deported him i got deported like yeah, yeah that would be fine but they, yeah. they tried to insert an explanation for that and it just it didn't work for me i can see that i didn't have a problem i mean my wife was like dna test right next to me and i was like i don't <laughs> care like this movie's a dumb movie anyway like there's no no reason to bring logic into it or like the people like the people who you know discovered herschel when he's selling pickles all right right I guess let's get into that a little bit um, or explain it a little bit, excuse me, where the uh, Herschel at some point goes off to make his own pick, uh, start his own pickle business over. He can't, he clearly, he doesn't have any money. He's from the 19, early 1900s. So he just, he dumpster dives for pickles, gets rain, collects rainwater. And then like also gets like dumpster dives for salt and makes this like thriving street pickle business out of it, which is okay, whatever. But, but then, uh, he gets the health inspector called on him and then people are like, Oh, these are trash pickles. Even though he told them earlier that they were trash pickles. Right. But now they've got the health inspector on, on them too. 
So like clarifying that they are trash, you know, because they were just like, ah, he's what does he know? Well, I mean, he's but even the people that, that found like found him on the street or whatever were like, oh, they're repurposed. I don't know. I think the only part that I <coughs> excuse me. Oh, no. The only part that I had a problem with um, was whenever he goes to the investor and the investor's like, sorry, man, can't spin this, which I was I was pretty excited to see Yorma in that movie. That was fun. Yeah, that was cool. But like him going like, yeah, we can't fix this. You beat up a guy. So now we're not going to take your product or whatever, which didn't make any sense. There's an easy way to to spin that. So not, not a negative thing. And then later on when they like back Herschel and they're like, sorry, man, out of money. I'm like, that's not how investment companies work. They don't just have like one chunk of cash that they're like, yeah, we just completely invested all of our money into this one thing. Hope it works. Like, Yeah. And, you know, and his whole like life as an app designer or whatever um, also didn't really work super well for me. Um, and I think some of that comes from, you know, honestly, uh, cutting together, you know, these podcasts and, and the YouTube channel and stuff where, you know, it's a thing that like I'm building a very teeny tiny business that's, you know, for all intents and purposes loses money, but whatever, it's fun. Right. Right. Um, but even what I am able to contribute to that financially is, you know, like advertising for, for the YouTube channel and stuff, you know, that that's, that's how I get the word out there to, to, to launch the, 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 the videos and the fact that you know he his character uh ben can't hasn't launched his app because somehow he needs the investor money to make it worthwhile at all he's like living off of his parents money so i don't understand how he can't just register the app on the app store and then go through a different financing route you know like and slowly build his business or whatever he's trying to do it all in one shot and it's like the writers of the movie just assume that there is only one way to launch an app which is to get investors into it well my experience with launching apps which is zero in watching silicon valley um is that you just you take it to investors and you gotta you gotta get get that uh get that going on I don't, I don't know, man. I can't really, there's probably multiple ways to do it. And they just chose that way. Maybe he just chose that way as a character. Well, right. But then he gets rejected and his immediate, his immediate response is, well, that app's fucking dead. Yep. You know, and And he he puts a bunch of work into like reworking it and stuff to, to give it a a new image and blah, blah, blah. But he puts absolutely no work into an alternative plan for launching it. Right, it's like he doesn't. He goes to the one VC and they reject him, and he's like, "I guess they're the only VC in New York, so no yeah. more people to invest in me." And it and he's and he's potentially launching a nation or international app. So why does it even have to be a VC in New York? Like I just mm, it, it, the the <laughs> underpinnings of the movie really really killed it for me. I guess that was the only thing that I had to hang up on and I just let it go because it's a dumb movie about a guy that gets pickled for a hundred years. <laughs> so there's obviously literally no science or based in any sort of logic whatsoever. So I just let everything go and just enjoyed the movie because I, I think it's just like, like if I'm watching a movie and they're like, it, like if I'm watching a movie that's trying to tell me like sciencey things, like mm-hmm. you're watching like a disaster movie, what was that really 
crappy what was Geostorm that came out like a couple years ago. It that was like one that that's one that's so crappy I've never heard of it. I mean it was it was not a like B tier movie. Like it was it was an A tier movie. It had uh Gerald Gerard Butler in it and a oh, couple wow. other people. Um and it's just like about a space laser that controls the weather and then somebody gets a hold of it and starts like killing everyone on the planet or whatever. But like, like it's like where they're like trying to ground it in science, but nothing makes sense. So you're like, well, this sucks. Like, Oh, you mean like the core? Hey man. All right. Leave the core alone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't know you had a soft spot for the core. (laughs) No, I don't care. Um, but yeah, like whenever a movie's like trying to be ultra sciencey, but then the science just doesn't like, doesn't make sense at all. Like that's when I'm like, all right, well, hold on. We're going to have to talk about this whole thing. But when a movie's like, yes, I uh, live in cave for a thousand years. And then I come out and I'm in the future. Like, it's like, and I lived off of rat droppings and it survived me. Like when there's no, we were talking about that the other day and I still had, I had no idea what you're talking about then. Oh, I just, I just made that up. Was, Oh, I thought there was a movie where, Oh, well, never mind. Justin was probably talking to you about Encino Man, which is uh, Brendan Fraser is a caveman that gets uh, frozen, and th- some people find him in the ice and bring him out, and that it just melts and he's fine and like starts living in the future or whatever. Yeah, no, I remember Encino Man. I just I thought that oh well, whatever, it doesn't matter. No, nope, um, don't know what. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I. I think I talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, you know, neither of the characters is particularly likable. Um, they both have some very serious personal flaws that make their character. Like I wanted to root for Ben a lot and then he would do some just seriously awful shit. I mean, Ben was just being like a huge vindictive asshole the entire movie. And I liked Herschel because he was a guy from a hundred years ago. So like to an extent you could be like, well, that's the things you're saying are terrible, but you literally just woke up from a barrel of pickles from a hundred years ago. Yeah. So like, I don't expect you to not be like semi racist and like, not like Christians or whatever. <laughs> like <laughs> that's not something that I expect from your character. Yeah. I guess I just, I don't know. Maybe it's the, the optimist in me or whatever. I just, I, I I feel like the movie would, if it was, you know, real people, quote unquote, the movie wouldn't have happened because, you know, because he would have died in the pickle brine. Well, yeah, that too. But, <laughs> uh, but like Ben, you know, when Herschel w- says some off shit, instead of just being like, okay, he'd be like, you can't say this because this, right? Like he would right. be a, a, a like a teacher uh, or a liaison to the future or whatever. Oh, you know, hope. well, you know, depending on who he is. Right, hopefully, and then because there's people in the world that Herschel would say something, they'd be like, "Right on, man." Right, right. <laughs> um, you know, and and uh, and again, his whole problem with oh, I you know, I blew my one chance with the one VC that I that I know or whatever. Can't let that go. Which which led to his whole <laughs> I'm going to kick you out, and then you know the the whole pickle business. Whereas if they had just started the pickle business together from the first for, from the first place. No fucking movie. So, I mean, we cut out a piece. They they went to the grave site so that way Herschel could go see the family grave plot that he had purchased for his wife. And there was a bill, just a crappy billboard above it that a bunch of guys put up a billboard of Russian vodka 
and Herschel's like, ah, the Cossacks are back. They're trying to take our land and, and kill us again. And so he like beat the crap out of the guys that were putting up the billboard. And that's what started all the trouble and started Ben not liking him. Right. Um, I So the things I liked about it, uh, I'm going to kind of go through that r- real quick. Uh, I liked that he did act like a dude from 100 years ago in the sense that like he was amazed. Like He, he did get his seltzer water immediately once he went to Ben's apartment. He made him a soda stream. Dude, that scene made me want to get a soda stream. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's what it was there for. And that wasn't even a soda stream. That was like the other brand. Like there's two different brands. Um, That was the fancier brand of soda stream. Um, But I really like the scene where he's like, how many pairs of socks do you have? He's like, I don't don't know. I've got like 20 pairs of socks. 20 pairs. Oh, yes. How many shoes? I don't know, like six pairs of shoes. Six pairs of shoes, like, like just so like, <laughs> like how how great the fact that he would just say, "I'm going to do terrible violence to you." Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy the part where he tried to fight the cab for half a second, <laughs> where he's like puts up his dudes. Yeah. Um, what did he say? Uh, the the interview bit where he's like, <laughs> "If you believe in Jesus, you're a stupid idiot." Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think I'm saying anything controversial here when I say. <laughs> uh, the let me tell you a saying from my old from old time, which this is in the trailer. If you saw it, the one of my favorite jokes is in the trailer. But um, and he's like, well, this hasn't aged well. <laughs> he's like, if man says he punches you and he doesn't, he secretly has polio. <laughs> Um, um, I don't know. I feel like it's like heartwarming in the sense that Ben like redeems himself towards the end. Both of them kind of redeem themselves towards the end and, and uh, grow to be together. Yeah. I kind of wish there was some like weird, dumb, stupid science thing that put him back in time. I, I don't that. know how that would work, but like, yeah, at the end of the movie, I felt myself wanting to see more movie because I right. wanted to see, uh, you know how their relationship flourished or changed or whatever when they went into business together. Like right. that seemed like that would be an interesting part of the movie. Um, so I think there's there there was material there for more potentially. Um, but I I don't particularly have any arguments with where they cut it off either. Yeah, I feel like if they stretched it out too long, it would it would just be that it would just be kind of too too long, too much information. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Well, cool. Um, where to see it? HBO Max or HBO? I don't know if it's on just like the cable network. I doubt it. I think it's like just HBO, on HBO on demand or whatever. I think it's HBO Max Max exclusive. So if you have it, watch it. If you don't, you make a decision on if you want to purchase HBO Max. Yeah, um, like like we said earlier, I don't think it's worth uh, signing up for HBO Max specifically for it. Um, I personally wouldn't even use like my free trial on it. I think we had talked about a movie a couple uh, episodes ago where it's like, you know what? If you got your free trial, use it on this. I would say it's, uh, I am glad I have it because of Lovecraft country Mm -hmm. and Watchmen was really good. They just, they're making some good stuff. Yeah. I I personally feel like HBO max is is worth it. Um, I get enough value out of it. Um, but I wouldn't go signing up for it just to watch this movie. Agreed. 
<laughs> um, well, next time we are going to tentatively say we're going to be doing uh, Bill and Ted 3, Face the Music, right? Bill and Ted, Face the Music? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as long as it's not over 25 bucks, I, I believe, was your threshold. That is my cutoff point. If it's over $25, then I... I will not. I will not do it. But I. I think uh, I'll. Uh, I'll bite the bullet. And I can also go watch it for free today and tomorrow at Alamo Draft House if I signed up and wanted to go to a theater. But I don't. So. Yeah. Neither of those things sound appealing to me. Because I'm pretty sure they would be. I'm pretty sure Alamo Draft House would be like it's a free movie, but you have to buy thirty dollars in food and drink. And I'm like, I don't want to eat here. Um. I saw earlier <laughs> somewhere. Uh. Uh, I forget if it was Regal Cinema or or AMC was doing like ten cent movie tickets for a minute, uh, to to reopen uh, this month or this coming month. I think they're just trying to get people people back into the theaters and get them back used to watching movies again. We'll see how we'll see how that works, and we'll keep you up to date. I think uh, this month and next month is when theaters are reopening again, so we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have some more news about that. We're going to keep an eye on the situation. I mean, clearly it's important to to us and what we're doing here. Um, but I don't think either of us really feels like going to a theater right now. Yeah. Um, but but we want to kind of keep you guys up to date with what we're seeing in, in the industry and stuff. So tune in so for that, too. We will have non-breaking news about that whenever the next episode <laughs> is. Ah. <laughs> uh. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody for listening. And uh, guy, do you have anything else to say about an American pickle? Um, no, I think I said what I needed to say. Good. I thought you were about to make a pickle pun, and I was going to be very upset. I'm pickle Rick. All right. Well, that's not a pun, so that works. That's fine. Yay! <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back next time with some Bill and Ted face the music. Hopefully, excellent. Be excellent to each other. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.